Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for guidance. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Be reading from Proverbs chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her servants, and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, Come, eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. Do not rebuke mockers, for they will hate you. Rebuke the wise, and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through wisdom your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way, Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, Stolen water is sweet, food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, 
that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I'm reflecting on this chapter, I'm drawn to this question. How do I respond when I'm corrected? How do I feel about being corrected? What's my default impulse of response when corrected? When we look at verses 7 through 10 again, uh, we'll see a couple of things. We're going to see that there are two basic options of how to respond when corrected. One option is to insult back, to abuse and to hate the person who's correcting you. The other option of response when corrected is to learn, to become wiser, and to love the person who's correcting you. Another thing that we notice is how someone views correction. Being corrected can be received as just that, a correction, and similarly as a rebuke, or being corrected can be received as being instructed or taught. This way of viewing correction, or maybe better said as instruction, is dependent upon how how someone views God. See if you can pick some of these things out, these responses and views, as I read verses 7 through 10 again. Verse 7. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers, or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise, and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. What I want us to notice in our reflection today is that none of us are ultimately wise or completely knowledgeable or all understanding. As a five on the Enneagram, aka the wise person, thank you very much, uh, I I take uh, wisdom uh, and I I like to be really, really competent. Um, But the reality is that I and all of us aren't. We're not fully competent. Only God is all wise and knowledgeable and completely understanding. Therefore, you and I will need further instruction and teaching as we go through life. It's a matter of fact. And here's the key to wisdom and instruction. Fearing the Lord and trusting that he is the all wise one allows us to not be perfect and to have everything figured out. It allows us to respond and move differently. It allows us to move from a place of humility in saying, yeah, please give me some instruction. Give me some correction because I want to grow and I want to learn because I don't have it all figured out. Only God does. I'm not God and he not only loves me where I am, but he leads me forward in becoming more and more wise each and every day. So here's the challenge for you and I, and it's really short, but really potent. Am I a person who views correction as instruction, and therefore I'm open-handed with it, and and I can accept in my pride, and, and I can actually trust God 
is the only one who's wise and perfect, and I can grow from his situation. Let's be people who are open to learn rather than attack those who care enough about us to tell us something that we could have done better or didn't do well. I just want you to simply ask this question today. Am I a person who is open and grateful for correction and instruction? Lord, I pray for my friends today. I pray that I, Lord, I pray that we would be people who fear you and who are open to correction and instruction. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't have to defend ourselves. I pray that we wouldn't have to be perfect. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have the pressure on ourselves to have everything figured out. But Lord, that we would be open-handed and know that you are God and that we are not and we can be instructed and corrected. And Lord, I pray for our church that we would be we would be a church that that we would have a culture of of being with one another, correcting one another in love, not not over petty things, not over small things, not over things that aren't aren't important or significant, but but we would be a people, a humble people who grow and who learn together in love with one another, desiring more than anything and to live lives that are, that are holy and blameless. So Lord, would you transform us? Lord, would you, would you root us deeply in your love? And Lord, we ultimately pray that you would correct us or as the New Testament says, that you would conform us to the image of your Son so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.